Wow, hola mi gente, Whitney here, and I am so excited for this very first episode of my Girl Growth Academy podcast show, so welcome. I'm so excited to have you here, and I, I thought it would only be right that I started this episode with talking about my journey in business, how I started my very first business of Whitney's Naturals, and if you don't know, I am the owner of Whitney's Naturals, and that's where I make and sell skin and hair care products, so if you want to check that out, definitely go ahead. But I think it's only right that I start off with sharing with you guys that journey because it has been a long and very, you know, I've learned so much within this journey and I think it will be beneficial for you, especially if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, someone interested in launching their own business. I just hope that with my story, I'm able to inspire you so that you can go ahead and take that leap because girl, I took the leap and I do not regret it. All right. So the journey with my business, I'm honestly going to say that it started for me at a very young age. And I'll tell you why. Um, some of you may be able to relate growing up in a Dominican household. I remember my mom making treatments at home using mayonnaise, eggs, avocados, but sometimes bananas, aloe vera, honey, and so much more. And I remember, you know, mixing those together, applying it into my hair just to help promote healthier, shinier, beautiful hair. And that always like resonated with me. And growing up, I would continue that same tradition of making my own hair treatments at home and just trying to, you know, always maintain healthy hair. Just to tell you, when I was young, my hair used to be up until my butt like the longest the longest hair I've ever had um fast forward to me hitting high school and I started experimenting a little bit more unfortunately and I say unfortunately because at the time I was not doing it right I was not doing these things with the intention of protecting my the integrity of my hair but in high school I started experimenting with like weaves and gluing hair onto my hair and then eventually I ended up learning what bleach is and I started bleaching my hair Fast forward to the 10th grade where I decided, you know, my ends got really damaged from all of the things that I was doing to it. Just, I really had no guidance. Actually, I skipped one thing. I remember also at the age of 11, you know, something in a, in a Caribbean household, I'm going to say, where our parents have been tradition, have been accustomed to perming, having our hair permed at a very young age because, you know, our hair sometimes can be very unmanageable, quote unquote. Um, and so that happened to me at the age 11. So then 11, then high school, I started experimenting a lot more with, and I still continued perming my hair as well. Mind you, I've never once learned how to truly like style my hair, the true, how to truly do like the lock method and all of these, all of these things that people are promoting now that is very important with, you know, your hair journey, natural hair journey. So yeah, high school I completely damaged my hair. Like I would flat iron my bangs every single day. I would flat iron my hair, wear the weeds, put the glue. I wouldn't even take off my the hair from my head in a like healthy way. Like I would literally just condition it really well and then just try to comb it out, at which would always end up shedding my hair. Um, then the bleach. Now, 10th grade, I ended up cutting my hair to my shoulders because my ends just got really damaged from when I previously bleached it. I actually bleached just the bottom half. You know how like there was like these tumbler days where we would like bleach just parts of our hair and it's kind of coming back this year which I think is pretty cool but as long as we all do it in a healthy way so I ended up cutting my hair to my shoulders and ever since the 10th grade I have been cutting my hair to my shoulders honestly because I do enjoy the look like when my hair is straight I do like how it looks but I've just been accustomed to that I've also like suffered from troubled skin like acne oily skin like that is literally me and so that has been something that's always been frustrating to me because as a young adult, you know, it's, 
I don't want to use the word embarrassing, but when you're trying to like be trendy and trying to hang out with your friends and some of the things that are most visible when they see, when people see you is like the acne, it can be really intimidating. And so that's something that I've always struggled with. So finally, I ended up entering college in 2012 and I started gaining my independence. I've started being able to work, use my own money to purchase things for myself. No longer had to like be in a household where I pretty much had to share everything. So I started just being more interested in learning about different things. I don't know how it happened, but I remember what sparked my interest in learning more was that I found out some of the companies that I supported at the time, like some makeup um, companies, some companies that do the laundry detergents and also the deodorants. They often use ingredients that are very unhealthy for our long term health. And also some of these companies tested on animals now. I don't know about you and I don't want to impose my thoughts on anyone, but I just do not support the mistreatment of any animal. The inhumane practices against animals is something that I'm very against. And so at that time, I was like at my peak of passion for wanting to be against all of these things. So I started doing research and started finding different companies maybe that I could support that didn't test on animals. But honestly, I was having kind of a hard time. So I decided why not learn how to make, let me start by making my own deodorant, especially after learning how some deodorant brands, they use antiperspirants, which I get it. They use that ingredient to help you stop from sweating so that way you don't reveal it on your clothes and you don't, you know, look like a hot mess. But at the same time, you're not supposed to like go against nature. If the nature tells you that you're supposed to sweat on your underarms and that's a way for you to detoxify, I don't want to reverse nature. I want to let myself do its thing, but also incorporate practices that help with like reducing the odor and just keeping it just, you know, much more healthy down there in my underarms. So I started learning how to make my own deodorant. And as always, like I would, I always share everything that I like to do online on social media. I'm always on Instagram, on my story. If you're interested, follow me at Whitney Larissa. I'm always sharing like different DIYs that I'm making for myself. And remember I told you in high school, I really damaged my hair. So in college, once I gained my independence, I was also looking into things that can help me with repairing my hair, with repairing my hair. And I was literally the biggest product junkie. Mind you, at this time, I had no idea that I was ever going to be interested in launching my own brand. I was solely making my own products until I found a company that I can wholeheartedly support, that I can trust. So I'm also, I'm here making my own deodorants, making my own body butters. And then I eventually started making my own, you know, trying to make my own hair treatments. Still taking on the tradition from when I was a child, making my avocado treatments at home. But I wanted to find other things that can like expedite the process. And that's when I created something that I used to call or that I called Revive. This was a hair treatment that I made with raw ginger juice with olive oil. Um, lem I squeezed lemon juice in there. I think I put honey. I'm not 100% sure, but I know for a fact that I put mint oil in there as well. Now, this was a treatment that I would apply onto my scalp, leave it for several hours, probably even overnight, and then rinse off the next day. It is something that I learned online that was is is done highly in like the Indian culture, and that's how like women in India have their long, lustrous, beautiful hair. And I wanted to hopefully, you know, get that same kind of hair, like just long and healthy. It can be my texture, but just healthy. And naturally, I was sharing all of these things on social media. People naturally just started messaging me like, Whitney, how can I get my hands on this? Like, I need this in my life, too. I don't want to use the deodorants from the store. Like, I want to buy your deodorant. And at the time, you know, I was a struggling college student. So I was like, maybe I should consider like selling these on the side. You know, I was a full time college student, also full time um, working a full time nine to five. Not those exact hours, but you know what I mean? I like I had a, jo a job on the side. And so I decided to just, you know, why not sell some of these things online? To I started selling them on my DMs. 
And as people continue to purchase from me and sharing their feedback, like it just like started inspiring me more to make more products that can help us all with any like skin concern or hair concern that we had. And that's exactly what I started doing. Mind you, also, I'm in school at the time studying to have like my business, my bachelor's in business, but with the ultimate goal of getting my Juris Doctorate degree so that I can become a lawyer. I am very passionate about helping people, especially in law. So I'm doing all of these things while also trying to like do my little side hustle, selling products on the side. But it just naturally just started to grow. People just started DMing me left and right. Now, don't let me gas it up. Like I have, it was probably like seven to 10 people probably messaging me for products. But you know, at the time it just felt like so much. And it was also difficult for me to like keep track of who's ordering for me, what address do I need to send it to, like tracking numbers. So I eventually started deciding, let me try to find a platform that was just easy to create. I didn't have to do too much and I can sell my products on there, like the four or five products that I had at the time, so that it can be a seamless experience for both me and the customer. And that's when I ended up finding Etsy.com. Now, if you don't know Etsy, Etsy is a website, a platform, an amazing platform curated for people who make handmade goods. And so I started selling my products on there. I even remember the first three people that purchased from me on Etsy. Of course, I had friends who supported me outside of my website. But the first three people that purchased from me, I remember one of them was Jemaiti. Shout out to you. I hope you're listening. Um, she got my deodorant. I can't remember what else she got. But then there were two other girls that purchased from me. I honestly, they were strangers. I never, I don't know them. But I will always remember them because I was very like, I put myself in a very vulnerable position to start a business and to start like selling stuff on Etsy and just advertising yourself like that's very vulnerable. It's a very vulnerable time for me. So anyone who shared their support towards me like it meant so much means so much. And once I started selling products on there and I started getting people's feedback, I just naturally started becoming more passionate with wanting to learn how to formulate even better products. Like I wanted to learn how to make products that can this is this. If there's anything I want you to know about me is that I am like a high achiever when I do something and I'm passionate about something. I look at like, how can I maximize it to reach the highest level that I can off of this one thing that I'm passionate about. So instantly I already thought to myself, like, how can I maximize this so that eventually in the future I can have like a manufacturer making these products for me so that I can be in stores, like all of these things I was already thinking about because I was just so excited that I was creating stuff that was helping people and also helping me. My hair started getting healthier as well. And also like I just felt a lot better using the natural deodorant instead of those store brand deodorants that Honestly, I don't understand how the FDA approves some of the ingredients that they approve for us to use, especially when they know that the consumer is often using these things from a very young age or even for their children, like at a very young age. And then it's just like kind of when you're smoking, like you don't get those negative effects immediately. It happens over time. And that's the same thing with a lot of these products that contain ingredients that are not good for our health. But I digress. I mean, I was so inspired. I remember even like getting my notebooks out, writing down all of the products that I wanted to learn to formulate, studying, just taking a lot of notes. I wanted to literally appeal to everyone. I wanted to be able to make products for men, women, babies, mature people. Like I wanted to please everyone. And that's a very important uh, business lesson that I learned early on is that you need to have a target market. and You always have to niche down so that way you can become an expert in this specific area of your business. And once you become an expert, people know you for this and you are doing your best in this area, then you're able to expand and move on to other areas within your business. But that's something that I'll talk about in a whole different episode. So 
I started doing vendor events. I started to create a bunch more products. Like I said, I wanted to please everyone. So I definitely had men products, baby products, and all these things. Like, But the simple things like lotions, body butters. I remember had like an aftershave for men and just like, you know, little easier things. And I would start doing vendor events. And I started with doing them literally all over the tri-state area. I was in Brooklyn. I went to Queens one time. I was definitely in New York City, uptown. And then I was also in the Bronx doing my vendor events. One of the vendor events, though, however, that was like a very, it was a pivotal moment for me, I want to say, because it solidified what I was doing was something that I needed to, you know, pursue at a higher level. And I'll tell you why. I ended up participating in a vendor in a vendor's event that they call um, the Uptown Market on Instagram. And, you know, this vendor, these are these guys, I guess, that they like try to give opportunities to locals, which they definitely did. It was such an amazing event. And when I tell you, I brought so many products there and I literally sold out of everything. I had done many vendor events prior to that moment and I never sold out. It wasn't until I came to this event that I literally sold out of everything. I was so proud of myself. And I also had girls coming up to me left and right, uh, complimenting me like, oh my God, I used this product and it helped me with this. I used this and it helped me with that. Like it was just an amazing and humbling experience and proved to me like, girl, you are doing what you need to do and you have to keep on going. So as I felt like more confident within my business, I definitely started to learn a lot more because I wanted to become much more educated in what I was doing behind the scenes with regards to business. Of course, I was in school for business, but I felt like they weren't teaching me what I needed to know. I felt like they were teaching me how to run a business at a corporate level instead of how to teach me how to run my business through social media, which is obviously king for us millennials, especially. So I ended up learning things on my own. I ended up, you know, learning how to advertise on Facebook, advertise on Instagram, um, especially also with my vendor events, like my customer support ethic or whatever. Like it just grew from there as well. Like I became much more comfortable with speaking to different people. And then I started learning about like documentation that you need to have in order to run a legal business, taxes. And one of the first things, in fact, that I did was get my DBA, which is otherwise known as doing business as. And this is just where you register your name within the city that you're doing your business from. So that way, no other person can try to use that name. And I actually remember the specific day that I went and got my DBA. It was so random. I don't know why I was in downtown Rochester, but I was. And um, downtown Rochester, that's where the co county clerk's office is located. So I decided, let me just go inside and inquire about it. And if I don't get it today, cool. But at least I'll like be much more advanced and know exactly what I need to do to come back and get it. And it was just an easy experience. I probably was in there for like 10 minutes, paid $30. She looked up the name on, on the database. It was available. <laughs> and she, I ended up buying it, got my certificate. And I was the happiest girl in the world when I came out of the county clerk's office. Now I got to the point where, you know, I started getting my rhythm within my business and I decided I think it's time that I launched my own website instead of using Etsy, which although it's a great platform, it's not really something that you can use long term if you want to like build your own brand and make your brand stand out for yourself. Because when you have your own website, you can edit it and make it look however you want. When you're working through Etsy, obviously you have to use their own techniques and, and their own settings in order to create the website that they have for you there. So I ended up browsing around and I you know, was interested in Shopify. And I'm so happy that I have chosen Ch Shopify as the website um, provider for my business because it's just so seamless. Like think of the iPhone and how easy it is to use. That's exactly my opinion of Shopify. It's just very user-friendly, 
easy to use, straight to the point. And so I ended up launching my own website for the first time. I think it was in November or December. I just remember walking home and doing it on my phone, signing up and it being really cold outside. (laughs) So I did that, launched my website, and it was just an amazing experience for me because I just felt much more independent within my business. Now, over the years, I'm not even going to lie, like my my designs for my products and the products that I sell have definitely changed a lot and I think that's something that's going to happen for anyone who's launching their very first business don't think that what you're starting off selling is going to be something that you're always going to keep depending on the business type obviously but for me I know that all of the products the all of the five products that I sold when I first first started selling products I no longer sell. I've gotten so much better with formulating and I've just found my rhythm on like what kind of products I want to sell, what kind of products I don't want to sell. And so I ended up having over time, it was not something that happened overnight, but at this point today, I have a set of products that are on my website and I plan to keep them there for years to come. The very same thing with my labels, like the designs of my labels have definitely changed over time and I'm very glad that they have because the very first labels, like although at the time I swore it was the hottest thing, like, oh, I got my label, like my product looks fire. But now when I look back, I'm like cringing, like, girl, I literally, I would put the label on the product and if it didn't fit, I was just folded over. So it ended up wrinkling like the corners of the labels, making it look kind of dingy. But I appreciate everyone who supported me at that time because I don't know if I would have supported myself at that time without the way that the products looked. Nonetheless, though, if you see my products now compared to back then, you will see the growth. Whitney's Naturals has honestly transformed me so much. Like when I like I said, I didn't think that I would I didn't have aspirations to launch a business and it be skin and hair care products. And I didn't know, you know, like any college student, you really don't know what you want to do with your life, but you're kind of just there going by it day by day and then eventually you'll figure it out that's how i was and eventually whitney's naturals has become something that is just taken over my entire life and it was started off with just wanting to help myself ended up with me helping many people who shared their constant feedback with me and it just makes me feel so good and honestly like my values within my business have changed so much i have bigger and better goals that I want to accomplish within my business. And Whitney's Naturals has also made me a lot more confident even with my own hair and my own skin. Like I said, I always have suffered with troubled skin. And in fact, I launched one of my first skincare products. It was my White Willow Bark Face Moisturizer. And I did that because of my, my troubled skin. And it has definitely helped me significantly with fading scars, helping treat acne, helping keep my skin nice and clear girl i even expanded that line so that i can launch a white willow bark face cleanser and toner to match the set to further help all of us who are experiencing troubled skin um i've also got products that help with dry skin so if you're someone who has drier combination skin you can benefit from those as well like whitney's naturals definitely has made me feel more confident even with styling my hair i'm able to like play around a lot more because of my products i just feel a lot more confident they soften my hair like butter make my hair feel so good and soft and bouncy and beautiful like i'm not just saying all this because these are my products but i am saying this because these are my products like they just make my hair feel amazing and i feel much more confident in my hair Yeah, granted, I don't do too many hairstyles because I'm the kind of person that once I find something that I like, I do that until it it, it dies out. But (laughs) definitely, I'm much more confident because of my products. In addition to all of the things that I have mentioned so far, like there are also other things that I did during the journey, along the journey to help with 
you know, getting my business legal and all the way right. For example, getting my LLC, even signing up for a business checking account, signing up for other platforms that can help with my business. Like so many things that I am very excited to talk to you guys about in future episodes that I know can help you with your own personal journey in business. Now, I just want to also add that I was also inspired to create my Girl Growth Academy podcast show as well as my platform on on Instagram. If you don't know, follow us on Instagram at Girl Growth Academy. I share lots of tips on business, money management, credit, and so much more. And I actually started that platform from my own personal experience and mistakes that I have made growing up. Just to give you a little bit of background, I did grow up in the Bronx, in the hood, as some of us like to say. My mom moved from the Dominican Republic to the United States in pursuit of the American dream. Like many parents, I'm sure if you're listening, maybe you can relate. And a lot of things necessary for my development entering adulthood were missed in translation due to life, due to all of the other things that I mentioned. I also went to public school. And if you know anything about schools, especially public schools, they don't really teach us things that are necessary when entering adulthood, things such as credit, investing, money management, um, taxes. Like these are vital things. I'm sure we can all agree. These are things that need to be taught. And You know, I'm happy for anyone who is able to learn these things at home because I do think they should start off in the house. But I also think that when you're dealing with schools, especially in minority areas and areas where there's more poverty, that the school system should definitely consider teaching us, teaching the youth these important things. So that way, when they grow up, even if they didn't get to learn it at home, they got to learn it somewhere else. And they're much more advanced in their adulthood than they were if they didn't learn any of these things. But yeah, girl, I've made mistakes with my credit. I've made mistakes with money management. But I have definitely learned over time, like lessons through my lessons, I've learned what to do and what not to do and i plan on sharing these things with you guys in hopes that i can help you prevent from making these same mistakes and also just to be a source of inspiration in the event that unfortunately you are experiencing some i don't know money management issues or credit issues perhaps i can share some things that i did to fix my credit for example and then you might take on one of those tips and it helps you out tremendously so that's what i'm all about just helping each other out with that being said, you can definitely anticipate to have experts in these areas come down and talk to us about it so we can all learn and grow together. And I just want us to have the most keen information possible that is very that's going to help us tremendously in our personal journeys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I look forward to talking with you in my next episode, which will drop this Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Coast time because I live on the West Coast. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am your host, Whitney Harvey. I will see you next time. Bye.